Rare Petro content subscribers, welcome back to this week's periodical podcast where we're going to discuss the content in this week's periodical titled Oil Profitability Around the World. And we actually just released this this past Wednesday, July 22nd. I'm hoping you guys have heard this a couple of times, but if you don't know who I am, I'm Kevin and I'm joined with your host of the Monday Madness podcast, Tavis. Hey there. And we're pretty excited to be able to bring you another episode here for our periodical podcast. Speaking of which, make sure you head over to our website at rarepetro.com and our LinkedIn page so that you can subscribe and stay up to date on all things oil and gas. Now let's get into it. As I'm sure many of you already know, not all barrels of oil are created equal. Some parts of the world produce light and sweet crude, while others produce oil that is heavy and sour. The result is price differentials for varying oil blends throughout the world. On top of selling blends at a premium or discount to others based on quality, the cost to produce a barrel of oil varies widely across the world. This sets up winners and losers when the price of crude fluctuates to historically low levels. The breakdown in costs vary by location as a result of capital expenditures, production costs, administration and transportation fees, and gross taxes. With various break-even costs of so many global oil blends, how much oil can economically be supplied to meet the global demand at various oil price tiers? Now, before investigating the price breakdown for various areas of the world, the difference between the cost to produce a barrel of oil and the fiscal break-even price must be identified. An oil exporting country's fiscal break-even oil price is the minimum price per barrel for a country to meet its expected spending needs while balancing its budget. In fact, some of the world's biggest petroleum producers, like Saudi Arabia, need to sell oil at a certain price to balance their budgets. Government spending cuts and deferred projects have helped lower the break-even price for countries like Saudi Arabia, but some countries still need oil prices above $100 a barrel to balance their budget. Even though Saudi Arabia has one of the lowest oil production costs at around $9 a barrel, their fiscal break-even price is much higher since they need approximately $83.60 per barrel of oil for a balanced budget. This is further proven by the fact that Saudi Arabia lost an estimated $12 billion in April of 2020 compared to the previous year as a result of these depressed prices. Additionally, the IMF expects that the Saudi economy will crash by 6.8% this year instead of the initial estimate of 2.3%, because a huge portion of the economy is influenced by the price of oil. If oil cannot be sold at that $83.60 benchmark in the year 2020, they will not have the revenue to meet their expected spending needs to ensure a balanced budget. This periodical will investigate the base cost to produce a barrel of oil instead of fiscal break-even costs, since several oil-producing countries in the world, like the United States, do not require oil revenues to balance their budgets. A simple investigation into the production costs for a barrel of oil has many factors that play a role, even without the fiscal costs associated with the nation's budget. The cost to produce one barrel of oil can be broken down into four major categories. Capital expenditures, operational costs, administrative and transportation fees, and gross taxes. Capital expenditures are the costs to secure physical assets or upgrade current assets. Those costs typically take two forms, maintenance expenditure, in which a company purchases assets that extend the useful life of existing assets, and expansion expenditure, in which a company purchases new assets in an effort to grow the business. Depending on the company, this capital expense may take different forms, like buying equipment to change lift method, drilling and completing new wells, or purchasing leases or wells. 
operations or production costs are the costs associated with daily well operation to bring hydrocarbons to the surface. These kinds of expenditures can include costs for disposal of water, remedial well work to repair failures, chemicals and other treating services, or regulatory and preventative maintenance in the field. The final expense categories are fairly straightforward. Administrative costs, or G&A, are generally costs tied directly to operating the business and paying personnel. Transportation costs are expenses incurred to move the hydrocarbons to a sale point, and gross taxes are the various taxes and or royalties paid on produced hydrocarbons. Since no two wells are exactly the same, it makes sense these varying costs change by location and country. Although Norway spends over twice as much per barrel of oil on capital expenses than a country like, say, Venezuela, the cost to produce a barrel of oil in Venezuela is significantly more since gross taxes are almost 10 times lower in Norway. Now that is mind-boggling. 10 times lower? Well, yeah. I mean, and, and that's why you really have to kind of take into account all of these different costs that go into producing a barrel of oil. While Norway, it's a lot more expensive on the capital expenditure side since their taxes are so low, they end up actually having a lower production cost overall than Venezuela. I mean, that's another reason that the UK has some of the highest seen uh, production costs is because it just takes so much money in order to transfer their oil to, to the market. Those transportation costs are just absurdly high. So the world has changed for oil producers. When crude oil prices were more than $100 a barrel, the associated profits were enormous. Now, Current prices often barely cover the average lifting cost to get oil out of the ground in many places around the world. With additional expenses like transportation fees and taxes on revenue, the actual production cost for many projects is higher. Newer, more complex projects generally fall well above the production revenue at current oil prices to generate cash flow. By investigating the cost to produce a barrel of oil at various parts in the world and combine that with their production at the time, a picture of oil price levels in the future begins to unfold. At current levels of WTI hovering at $40 per barrel, only about 55% of global oil can be produced below the break-even price. This means the world can only economically supply 55% of oil demand because production above $40 per barrel would lose money. It is important to note that the cost of production for about 21% of global oil production could not be quantified for this analysis due to the lack of data. As a result, it is assumed the unknown production breakeven price is above $55 per barrel. In order for necessary global supply to economically remain at stable levels, prices must climb into the $55 range and remain there. Even at the peak of the global pandemic, when a staggering 22% of oil demand destruction occurred, current oil price levels at $40 per barrel likely only support 55% of economic production. The remaining 45% of necessary global production is simply uneconomic to produce at current prices. At such depressed prices, global inventories will quickly draw down and the price of crude must rise as demand outpaces supply. As this occurs, more and more global players will be able to produce economically and a price point balanced by supply and demand will once again be achieved. It is important to note that all the countries analyzed, with the exception of the United States, represent 2016 data sources. Break-even costs for the United States have been adjusted to estimate current expenses since production costs have more than doubled due to changing completion strategies and aging wells and tight shale production. 
So what does this mean for us? While current price levels ensure about 55% of existing global production can still be profitable, it is not sustainable as demand continues to grow. The cost to produce a barrel of oil does not account for the exploration of new areas. Horizontal wells decline from peak production shortly after they are brought online, meaning natural decline will cause global supply to fall if reserves are not replaced through drilling. As a result, there will not be enough oil produced to keep up with global demand. Additionally, fields can only support a limited number of wells before their reservoir eventually is depleted, and new areas must be developed to satisfy continued consumption growth. Therefore, in order to meet global oil demand into the future, exploration of new areas and new well developments must still exist. World oil prices in the range of 40 to 45 per barrel is still less than the cost of Russian Arctic oil production, European and Brazilian biofuels, U.S. and Canadian shale and tide oil, Brazilian pre-salt oil production, and all of the production in the United Kingdom. Sustained price levels below the cost of production can deter capital exploration and production expenses. This will shift future production potential and ultimately reduce global supply. Additionally, state budgets for oil producing countries suffer as oil prices dip below their respective fiscal break-even prices. In December of 2014, the world experienced this as oil prices fell below break-even for most oil exporters. Luckily, as oil consumption continues to recover from the global pandemic, supply and demand fundamentals will move back into balance to force oil prices much higher. Although some experts have predicted $150 per barrel oil with $20 per barrel crude swings in the near future, neither are sustainable price points. A rational price to support economic production while appeasing global consumption moving forward is likely found at a price above $55 per barrel. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, hopefully you guys learned something in this new periodical podcast. If you actually head over to our website and check out the full periodical, there's a little more in-depth analysis and some charts to help you really understand what these price points need to be in the future for sustained oil prices. And I'm sure you figured out by this point, because I believe this is our third release of Kevin's periodical in podcast format. So be sure, like I said, subscribe to our content. I know I mention this pretty much every episode, but visit rarepetro.com so you can stream through SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or even just read the news that we put out. Make sure you are up to date with all of that content so we can keep you sharp with your knowledge of oil and gas current events. But that wraps up everything for this episode. So until we see you next time, take care. Adios. Adios.